Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? In today's video, I'm going to be going through my start sits at the tight end position. So this is where I break down every week six matchup, talk about every fantasy relevant tight end and list them as a start or a sit. So basically what I feel comfortable with them in my starting lineup this week. While you guys are watching this video, if you're enjoying the content, please just do me a huge favor, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. You guys can also ask any fantasy related questions, start sits, waiver wire advice, trade advice, anything you wanna know, ask it down below. I'll be responding to every single person. But let's get into our Thursday night football matchup here between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagles. And starting off with the Bucks, I have Rob Gronkowski here listed as a start. I don't think he's going to go. I think it's much more likely he returns here in week seven. But if he does go, I'd feel fine with him in my starting lineup. And regardless of whether or not Rob Gronkowski plays, I just don't want to start OJ Howard or Cam Brate. They just haven't really been able to get enough of a target share in this offense. It's just gone to those three wide receivers and Leonard Fournette so I will not be playing them. On the Eagles side, you know, until a few hours ago, I had Dallas Goddard listed as a start and Zach Ertz as a sit, but we just found out that Dallas Goddard got put on the COVID list, so it looks like he is going to be out for Thursday, and that means that Zach Ertz is now a start in my mind. I think this is a great opportunity for him to get some of the work that Goddard had been getting in previous weeks, Plus, this Bucks secondary is definitely limited. It looks like they're going to be without Levante David. They're still missing two of their starting corners, potentially their starting safety. So I just think this is a great matchup for Zach Ertz operating as the primary tight end. Then we're moving on to Sunday where we have the Dolphins facing off against the Jaguars. On the Dolphins side, I'm going to be starting Mike Gusecki. Basically, for as long as Jacoby Brissett is the quarterback there, Gasecki is going to be in my lineup. Once Tua comes back and replaces Brissett, then I'm going to be far less confident in Gasecki, you know, at that point. Just because Brissett has targeted him a ton, Tua just did not even look his way. So going into week six, Gasecki is going to be a solid start for me. On the Jaguar side, Dan Arnold is someone who's definitely intriguing. You know, they got him in right away his first week in week four. Then he was their leading receiver in week five. I just want to see this for maybe one or two more weeks before I feel comfortable throwing him into my lineup. I feel like, you know, every week it could be someone different out of this Jaguars receiving core. So I'm just going to wait on it and he's going to be a sit this week. Then we have the Chiefs taking on the Washington football team. Travis Kelsey locked into your lineup every week. Number one tight end. On Washington's side, with Logan Thomas on the IR, I'm just not interested in starting anyone at tight end here. The guy who's kind of stepped into Logan Thomas's work is Ricky Seals-Jones but I just do not trust him at all. Then we have the Rams traveling to New York to take on the Giants. For the Rams, I like Tyler Higby this week. He's just been a very kind of solid tight end in your lineup. He hasn't put up any crazy numbers, but he's right around that 10 point PPR mark, which doesn't sound great before the tight end position. It's really the best you can ask for with some of these late round guys. On the Giants side, I'm gonna be sitting Evan Ingram. He really hasn't even been able to make an impact with all the injuries at wide receiver, so I just don't trust him at all this week or for the rest of the season. This next matchup here is not pretty at the tight end position between the Texans and the Colts. On the Texans side, I guess it's Jordan Akins would be the top option. He's definitely a sit. Same thing with Jack Doyle from the Colts. There's really just not much to talk about here in this matchup, so let's move on to the Bengals-Lions game. I'm going to be sitting CJ Ozuma. He had that great game on Thursday Night Football. 
just hasn't had enough consistency for me to actually want to start him on a week-to-week basis. On the other side with the Lions, man, TJ Hawkinson was looking so good the first two weeks of the season. Then the last three, he's basically been non-existent. I still think he has to be a start. And I think at the end of the season, he'll be in that like mid-tier tight end one range, but it definitely feels like a letdown after we saw him ball out in the first two weeks. Then we have a divisional matchup here between the Packers and the Bears. Tanyan and Cole Komet are both going to be sits. They just haven't had enough involvement this year, and the production just has not been there at the tight end position for both of these teams. After the Bears-Packers matchup, it's going to be the Chargers traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens, and Jared Cook was very, very borderline here. He could have been a start. He could have been a sit. I ended up going with start just because I think this is probably going to be a high-scoring game against the Ravens, so he's going to have his opportunities. On the Ravens side, this is a no-brainer. Mark Andrews is in your lineup. I kind of felt like Mark Andrews was flying under the radar a little bit. He hadn't put together a ton of huge performances, but it was just because he wasn't getting into the end zone. His target share was there, so it was really nice to see him just go out and ball out on Monday Night Football. Probably won a ton of people their weeks if you had him in your starting lineup. Then we have the Vikings taking on the Panthers, and Conklin was another guy who was a borderline start. Like, would I love him in my lineup? No, but deeper leagues, it's acceptable. He's getting the target share. He just hasn't really put it all together the last two weeks. On the other side with the Panthers, Tommy Tremble definitely has some touchdown upside, but I just don't like him in my lineup, you know, week to week. The volume is just not there for any of these Panthers tight ends. Then we have the Cardinals taking on the Browns, and it's just going to be sits all over the place. All of these players have shown some flashes. Max Williams, David Njoku, Austin Hooper. None of them have been able to put it together on a consistent enough basis. The Browns are going to use those running backs. The Cardinals have a stacked wide receiver core, so I just don't like any of these guys this week. This next matchup here is going to showcase some pretty solid tight ends between the Raiders and the Broncos. So both of these guys are going to be starts, Darren Waller and Noah Fant. Darren Waller's due for a big game. You know, he went crazy week one, hasn't really had a huge boom week since then. This could potentially be the week. Noah Fant, kind of same thing. He could explode this week, but even if he doesn't, just kind of a very solid, safe tight end on a week-to-week basis. The next game here is between the Cowboys and the Patriots. On the Cowboys side, Dalton Schultz is just not slowing down. He's kind of killing CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper's volume. But for Dalton Schultz owners, he has been fantastic. He's getting the volume. He has the touchdown upside on a high-scoring Cowboys offense. So he's going to be a solid start moving forward. And honestly, for the Patriots, I did not like Hunter Henry coming into the season. I didn't really like him at the beginning of the season. But he has totally moved ahead of Jonu Smith as the tight end one on this team. Jonu Smith has just been non-existent recently. He only ran six routes on Mac Jones' 33 dropbacks in week five. That is horrendous. So if Hunter Henry's operating as the tight end one in an offense that's going to rely on the short game, I think he's a solid start this week. And if John was only running six routes, there is nowhere for him to be besides the bench or the waiver wire. On Sunday night football, it's going to be the Seahawks taking on the Steelers. And I want nothing to do with any of these tight ends. You know, Gerald Everett's on here. He's a sit. Will Disley could be mentioned, also a sit. And then on the Steelers side, Pat Fryermuth and Eric Ebron. You really just don't want to be dealing with these tight ends who are in a committee. A lot of these teams can't support one. And so now you have two guys splitting the reps 
It's just not going to be profitable for fantasy football. Then in our final game this week, Monday Night Football, Bills traveling to Tennessee to take on the Titans. Dawson Knox has got to be a start. The man has been balling out. It really looks like he's kind of taken that next step. Not someone that I thought was going to be a huge factor this year with all those wide receivers, but he has emerged as a red zone threat and just a really solid week-to-week play. So he is a start. And then Anthony Ferkser on the Titans just really has done nothing this year. So he is 100% a sit. But that is going to wrap it up for all 14 week six matchups. If you guys enjoyed this video, please do me a huge favor. Hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. Go check out all my other start sit videos. Have it for running backs, wide receivers, and the quarterbacks. Thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you next time.